This is John Scalzi. You are listening to Alpha Geek Radio. So now, who is ready to start the show? <laughs> well, you know our guest today is a crime-solving novelist. You know him as a Green Lantern. And you know him as the best Goram captain in the verse. <laughs> Give a huge Phoenix welcome for Nathan Fillion! Nicely done. <laughs> Ryan, thank you. What a wonderful introduction, Ryan. Oh, oh it's my pleasure. No, the pleasure's mine. <laughs> Hi, Phoenix. <laughs> this morning I woke up. I stepped outside. <laughs> the heat hit me. <laughs> it hit me so hard, I could no longer see. I was Phoenician blind. Thank you. Thank you. I just wrote that back there. Don't worry, folks. The jokes get worse from here. You can count on me. Okay. So, Castle is known for sneaking in a lot of geeky references, also from Firefly. Yes. Are you talking to me? I... Are you yes. talking to them or are you talking to me? You over there. Me. Hello. You over yes. there, yes. Nathan. <laughs> so what's it like to work on a show that is willing to have so much fun with its stories? That's nice. You know what? It's a TV show. We're all aware. We're all aware it's a TV show. Some of you might not be aware. <laughs> Guess what? I'm sorry. It's a TV show. So as an audience member watching a TV show who referenced pop culture constantly, the little nudges and nods and winks we give to... Uh, pop culture and other projects. There was a Halloween episode you guys might remember. And you know why. But let me tell you, everybody on that show, near all the rest of the cast, uh, John Huertas dressed as his character from Generation Kill. Seamus Dever dressed as his character from General Hospital. It was all kind of loaded up in there to say, hey guys, we're on TV. You know it, and we know it. It's inside jokes, and I love it. All right. So you ready to throw it to the audience here? I'm ready to throw it out to anybody here have some questions? Burning, burning questions, desires inside. I must know. This is something I cannot Google, sir Nathan. Sir Nathan. I do. Hi. Hi, Nathan. Hi. Um, I met you earlier. You were in the photo op. Yes, sir. And then I met you, and uh, we were uh, we, at the autograph the Autograph. Booth. Yes, sir, the poster. Yeah. Please call me Nathan. Thank you. Sorry. Or, it's or a... your lordship. Sorry. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Captain's good, too. Um, I wanted to, uh, I, I've raced cars and motorcycles on and off-road, and I'm a, I'm a car chick, and I wanted to know if you've ever had that, that need to satisfy a need for speed, and if so, how did you go about it? And if you tell us 
your top speed, I'll share mine too. That's a good question. Uh, I've ridden uh, cars and I've ridden motorcycles. Drag race? Uh, excuse me? Drag raced? I have not drag raced. No, nothing, nothing uh, uh, outlandish. I have an incredible life. Yes, you do. I am kind of like that one in a million shot kind of guy. Like the, the, the reason I'm sitting here today, you guys, one in a million, I'm going to tell you right now. Every step along the way, things have happened to me. One in a million. So when it comes to stuff like racing a car or driving really fast on a motorcycle, I don't know. It was a one in a million thing. Can't believe he's dead, but... <laughs> I'm not the guy to push my luck. I've got a lot to live for, so I really enjoy my Sunday morning rides on my motorcycle. Right on. I don't enjoy going, let's go, man. Wee! <laughs> Leaning in and scraping my knee pad on the... No, I don't do that. I'm not into that. Um, my top speed in a quarter mile was 176 miles an hour. 176 miles an hour. That's yes, pretty amazing. Yes, I was once a passenger. Are you ready? I was once a passenger at 193. Sweet. At the uh, Indianapolis 500. Screaming and peeing my pants the entire time. <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Indianapolis 500, they go in a circle, which means you're always headed straight for a wall. Always. <laughs> Mine was just on two wheels. It was a Suzuki uh, Hayabusa. That is incredible. Um, I just wanted to tell you from all my friends on Twitter that couldn't be here today at this con um, that we just appreciate you reciprocating our passion for you and your work by spending time with us at events like this and just doing something really simple like retweeting or replying to us on Twitter like you did with me with my tattoos. I'm real 702 heat. Oh, very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you much so much. What, what is your name? Sherry. Sherry, thank you. That's very kind of you. Thank you very well, much. Well, you know what? Your kindness to others inspires others to do the same. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you, Sherry. Um, Sherry, I don't know if you know this. Sometimes I go to these, and I, I, I wish, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll like go to my junk drawer and I'll pull out stuff and I, and I give it out to people who, um, I didn't bring anything today. I want, I want you to have my watch. So, um, what time is it? <laughs> is there another question? We have another question? Over on this side. Hi. Hi. Um, I was wondering, if Firefly had gone on longer, what, yes. is, what is something you would have hope to have gotten to do with either just Mal or just like the story in general? Alan Tudyk constantly pitched episodes. Episodes, ideas, he had a, a plus, his mind was always moving. And he wanted to do an episode that I thought was really cool where we were hired to go to this planet that was, one side of it is perpetual night. It's always facing away from the sun it orbits. And on that night side were dogs so wild and so vicious that they could not be contained. And some guy, some evil, dark, overlord, criminal guy, wanted them for dog fights. So we were hired to go catch these dogs. We have this, this flask of musk, some kind of musk that attracts them, and we're out there, and we're supposed to get them, and Jane is farting around doing something stupid, and <laughs> We're covered in musk. 
And then you hear the howls. <laughs> Cut to, open the door! <laughs> Running to the ship, dogs chasing us. We get inside, manage to close the door up. We manage to get in. They're all in the cargo hold. Great. Now it's a long flight back to this criminal overlord. And in the meantime, River goes in there and domesticates them. What was your name, sweetie? Emma. What was it? Emma. Emma. I love that name. I, I, the only thing I have left is my bracelet. I can't give this away because I'm seeing my friend who made it for me. I'm seeing her tonight, so I have to be wearing it when I see her. But Nathan, I, I, uh, wish... I have a watch. Give me your watch. Here, Emma. Thank you. Is there another question? Over here. Sir, first of all, I love your outfit. First of all, I love you. <laughs> Second of all, can you tell me that you aim to misbehave? I always aim to misbehave. And you? Me also. Third of all, do you think after Firefly was canceled that... Whoa, wait, what? How whoa, about this? Whoa. Stolen what did you hear? from us. There you go, yes, yes. Do you think that the movie Serenity gave us enough closure to the fans that were all disappointed? <laughs> I'm pretty sure no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb here and say no. Um, there's that. Um, and then every uh, April Fool's, people are convinced it's going to start again, and they get really upset on Twitter. Oh. I'm going to... What, what's your name? Alec. Alec, excellent question, first of all. Second, you're obviously an incredibly handsome and talented man. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Alec, here's where it gets weird. I was... Firefly was the best thing that had ever happened to me, and, and, and to this day, in a lot of ways, still is. In a lot of ways, it still is. Having that thing canceled broke my heart that not even 28 pints of chocolate ice cream <laughs> could satiate or, 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 or fix that heart. When I got Serenity, I got it back. That's all I wanted. I wanted it back, and I got it in the best possible way it's really hard for me to say it's not enough because I got everything I wanted so I want to be very very careful in my thoughts and in my wishes and in my gratitude that uh, I remain thankful for having another chance great question Alex thank you thank you I wish um, I wish uh, I wish I had something I want you to have my watch. <laughs> Next question, please. Over here. 
Sir. Hello. Hi. Um, so I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. We're all set. Thank you so much, Amy. You're, you're very sweet. We're all set. Thank you. <laughs> Sir, your name is? Uh, I'm Michael. Michael, nice Hi. to meet you. Um, so I was here to see uh, Mark Shepard the other day, and he told me how you used to give him sandwiches on the set whenever, and that you were like the nicest guy on the planet to him. So I was wondering, what is the nicest thing someone has ever done to you on the set? Excellent question. Um... Being uh, a guest on someone's show or on a set, uh, it, it's, uh, that's what you start doing. You don't, uh, it's very rare that they go, yeah, sure, show, knock it out. You, you schlep along and you take the little tiny parts uh, along the way. Uh, being a guest on someone's show is much like being a guest in their house. If you went to someone's house and they never spoke to you and you didn't know where the bathroom was and you were hungry, but you're not going to go into someone else's fridge, it's an awkward time. Uh, I've been on shows where uh, you're a little more than a speed bump, where they barely slow down when you're there. I've been on shows where they say, hey, come on outside, we're going to go for a smoke. I don't smoke, but you talk. Come chat. <laughs> um, we're all going to this place for lunch. Please join us. Uh, places where they make an effort to make sure you're comfortable. You're either... Pinching that baby? <laughs> or not pinching hard enough? I'm just kidding. I love babies. Okay, good. Probably upset about Firefly being canceled. <laughs> when someone treats you well uh, and you're relaxed and you're comfortable, all you have to worry about at that point is your job. I just want to do a good job. When they're not treating you well, all you can think about is, when do I go home? Please get me out of here. This is the worst. So the thing I appreciate most is kindness, courtesy, consideration, respect, which I think we all deserve. Come grab a watch. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> this side here. Hi. <laughs> um, first, I'd like to say that the first time I saw you, I absolutely hated you. Okay, okay, in my defense... I think she's going somewhere. Hang on, in, let's hear her out. In my defense, it was on Dr. Horrible. Um, but after that, I saw you on Firefly. Love you. But after that, I saw you on Buffy, and then I thought you were creepy and horrible, and I still hated you. <laughs> My question yes. is, my family and I were waiting outside in line, and we thought it would be funny if we saw a famous person waiting in line for a famous person. So I was actually wondering who you would wait in line for to see at a convention. John Ratzenberg. I just did it today. <laughs> I watched Cheers like crazy when I was a kid, and... Um, Hearing his voice is like talking to family because it's so familiar. I've heard it so much. When I hear his voice, I go, oh, yeah, 
Hey, it's me. He doesn't know me. <laughs> um, who would I wait in life? Uh, anybody, pretty much anybody from the Star Trek universe. I was fortunate enough to uh, sit down and uh, have dinner with almost the entire bridge crew, save for the captain and Wesley Crusher, um, at one dinner. I've had dinner with Wesley Crusher, with Will Wheaton, but uh, at one dinner we had um, uh, LeVar Burton, we had um, Raina uh, uh, Cirrus, Cir Cir that's what I said, <laughs> Jonathan Frakes, uh, Brent Spiner, um, uh, Michael Dorn, everybody, everybody was there. What a great time. <laughs> Half the time I'm nudging the guy next to me. This is so cool, I'm having dinner with Star Trek. <laughs> and Brent Spiner says, uh, you've told me six times. <laughs> one of the best parts, um, my, one of my favorite things, this is my favorite thing, by the way, to do at, panel, at, at uh, cons, is the panel. See where you guys are at and when you laugh at my crappy jokes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Second favorite thing, I get to meet all these guys backstage, and it's kind of like being in a secret club. Hey, hey, uh, I don't know you, and I don't know you, but uh, I was signing autographs next to you, and I saw you in Toronto the last summer. Yeah, we're in the same club. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Pretty much anybody. <laughs> Have a watch. You're on. Good job. And over here. Thank you. <laughs> hi. No, hi to you. Yes, oh my gosh. Um, it's nice to meet you. Um, so I was just wondering, what has been the most rewarding experience on Castle? Oh, that's a good question. The most rewarding experience on Castle. I, I've never had a job last this long. We, we're about to start. I'm sorry, I haven't. We're about to start season seven. We're, it's, uh, I work with uh, a lot of talented and amazing people, so, so many of whom, guys, I can't stress this enough, so many of whom you never see because they're never on TV. A huge crew of really incredibly hardworking people who are incredibly talented and who love their jobs and who are a pleasure to be around. I'm going to remind you of an episode. I don't know which one it was. It was Castle. <laughs> there's, there's been a lot, and I'm an old man, so forgive me. <clears throat> I was in the interrogation room, uh, it's Beckett, it's Castle, and we're talking to some kind of uh, rapper guy, he wants to, he goes, I'm so glad I'm being arrested, because it ups my street cred, do you know what I'm talking about? And he says, am I going to get my mugshot taken now, because I brought my lighting guy. <laughs> I said, guys, we have nothing but lighting guys here, let's get the creepiest looking one, and put him outside the window. So we did. Thank you. <laughs> when, uh, <laughs> so when, when we, he goes, I got my lighting guy here. And we look to the window, and there's this dude with a long goatee and tats all over him, and he's shaved head, and he goes like this. <laughs> and I go like this. That's one of our crew guys. That's one of our guys. 
I love that. Come, come watch. <laughs> and here. Over here. <laughs> you were um, on an episode of Drive with this black vehicle. I have a picture of it that I was curious about the make and model of. That's a Dodge Challenger. Okay. And what that is a Dodge Challenger. I want to say the year was a seven. <laughs> yeah, probably nine. It was around 73. I think it was a 73 or 74. A Dodge Challenger. Dodge Challenger. When you were doing 60, it felt like you were doing 180. Because this that, that motor gets right in you. And mice lived in it. Was it a car that you had owned? Or was it a car that you had owned? Or you were just... Oh, no, 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 no. That's, um... That's, uh... They, they hand you those things to, to use on TV. To yeah, with. yeah, yeah. Well, I need to sign up for that then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have a watch. Oh, over here. Thank you, Angel. Hi. And you are? Kayla. Kayla. There's someone standing behind you. Don't look. <laughs> Don't look, Kayla. <laughs> I just wanted to know, since it's probably really silly to ask who your favorite character you've ever played is, I wanted to know what was your favorite part about playing Captain Mal? <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot playing uh, Captain Malcolm Reynolds. I learned a, I, I learned a lot. I learned... Um, Lots and lots. <laughs> I had an idea as to what acting was, and that idea evolved or changed or flipped entirely uh, once I uh, worked with Charles Sweden. I would say, thank you, I would say, and I'm, there are actors who talk about acting like, don't talk to me and don't call me by anything other than my character name when I'm in character. I'm not into that. I'm sorry. Some people, I think, maybe find acting very difficult and they have to go to extremes. That's fine because they do wonderful work. That's not my flow. Not my jam, folks. <laughs> I pretend. I don't like to get shishi foo foo about the process and how I pretend and all that kind of stuff. I, I just do what I do um, and um, don't like to uh, torture anybody with the process. However, there were times, it's goofy, I know, there were times when we were filming Firefly when everybody's looking at you and they're talking at you and they're calling you captain and they're talking to you like they're the captain and you're sitting in the chair like you're the captain and sometimes for a second you feel like you're the captain <laughs> there were times uh, on a break or when I was like oh, I gotta go memorize these lines and I'd go to a we had two sound stages next door to each other. One had the big uh, cargo bay and the med lab, and one had the, uh, the entire top floor from front to back. And I would go on that one or the other when they weren't being used. And I'd be walking around the kitchen, sitting in my rocking chair. The rocking chair was Mal's. <laughs> doing my lines, walking around, putting my lines in my pocket, doing them out of my head. Trying to get into that headspace, doing the actor shishi fufu stuff, and for suspended moments, you look around and that place felt like home, and it felt like you belonged there, and you felt like the captain of a spaceship. Those were pretty cool times. 
Come grab a watch. Question over here. Over here. Um, hi. Uh, huge fan. Uh, this is really for uh, my mom. She's a huge, huge fan of you. So I wanted to ask you about uh, Dr. Horrible 2 and if you knew anything about it and where we're at with that. Because would love for that to happen. I know the title. I know how it opens and essentially the, 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 the bare bones of the, how the plot starts. I know the title of two songs and I know everybody's super busy right now, especially Joss, doing I can't remember what. <laughs> Some small but project. But once, once everybody get frees up, I know it's something we want to do. Sometime soon. Okay. I'd well, go on, but apparently it's 6.44. Here, grab a watch. Oh, okay. Well, thank you so much. Well, watch out. Here you go. <laughs> this side? Yes, I had a question. If you had taken the opportunity to pitch... Uh, Bruce Campbell as that poser in a parka, a.k.a. Johnny Snow, to Josh Wheaton. And further, everybody's familiar with your your acting skill and what you've been in, but uh, maybe you can give us a little bit about how you feel about the whole musical side of Dr. Horrible. First of all, Bruce Campbell as anything. Let's pitch that. I have, I've had uh, Bruce Campbell to my home, uh, little parties I have at the house and whatnot, and uh, Bruce Campbell comes. And people come up to me and go, oh my God, you'll never believe who I just met. <laughs> Bruce Campbell? Yes. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> but like, for real. <laughs> he, he makes quite an impression. He's a really great guy. Um, so, yes, I would pitch him for anything. Second party question was, how do I feel about the musical aspect of Dr. Horrible? Was that it? Yes. Sure. As a, yeah, right? As a rule, when Joss Whedon calls and says, hey, would you like to, you say yes. That's the rule. And he called me and he said, hey, um, my brother and I, uh, my brothers and I, and Marissa, we... We wrote this thing, and uh, we're writing it now, and it's going to be pretty funny. We think it's going to be great. Uh, it's, it's called Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog, and it's going to be Neil Patrick Harris. We want you to come in and play the superhero who's the dick <laughs> who ruins his life. I said, yeah! <laughs> I want to ruin Neil Patrick Harris's life! <laughs> oh, you mean pretend? Oh, yeah. So I said, yeah. He said, and it's a musical. I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were uh, very good about helping me out through that. I can carry a tune in a bucket. I really can't. When people say, hey, if uh, Dr. Horrible was on Broadway, would you play your role? Uh-uh. <laughs> Sorry, man. If Mr. and Mrs. Smith come uh, 2,000 miles from I don't know where in the United States or across the oceans to say, I want to see a Broadway show, and they wait in line, and they pay the big money, and they get in the seats, they're dressed up, and the curtains open, and I start singing? Sorry. That's Broadway? There's incredibly talented, well-trained people for that job. Like Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> who is ruining my life. 
by raising the bar every day. Thanks. But, um, but try to stop me from doing Dr. Horrible 2. Grab a watch, brother. Thank you. And this idea. Wait, that was terrible. <laughs> You've got another eye, right? <laughs> put, just put pressure on that. That'll elevate it. She'll be fine. Just put something under her head while she lays there. Sir. Good afternoon, Mr. Fillion. Ah, please call me Nathan. Thank you for coming and bearing the heat with us in Phoenix. I know you have a very busy schedule. That's very kind of you. I really appreciate you coming here. Um, my mom is a huge fan of Castle, and she had sent me a text. Um, she's recovering from knee surgery right now, and she wanted to know if I could give you a kiss for her. And she said, please. And, you know, you can't disappoint your mother. You've got to do what your mother tells you to do. You just he, got to. He does have booth time. Two things I'm totally not into. One is being manipulated. <laughs> Two is kissing strangers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm real sorry, buddy. Can I have a hug? And can I? Be, you don't ask it of your plumber. I don't think you should ask it of me. And if I kiss one person, I gotta kiss everybody. <laughs> but why don't I give you a watch? Your other question was, is there going to be a musical on Castle? Uh, although it may appear sometimes, and rightly so, that I am in charge of Castle. <laughs> I get it. Play the title character, my face is all up in there. I'm super awesome in a lot of different ways. <laughs> Not in control. And don't even know what's going to happen next season. Musical episode? Probably not, but you never know. Pleasure. Say hi to your mom. Tell her we made out. Hi. Hi. Um, my question is, have you ever had a funny accident while filming? Split my pants. <laughs> yeah, right? Split my pants. Firefly, those pants, they're not, um, they're not like a denim. They were like a canvas. They were hard and, uh, thank goodness, not chafy. <laughs> they didn't have any give. And if there's something I've got in spades, ladies and gentlemen, it is boot tie. <laughs> so, one time uh, we were filming the scene in the desert where it was the war. We were filming the war before it all happened for Mal. There was all the explosions and it was him and Zoe and against the world. It was crazy. And I was just chilling out and I sat down on a rock. Big, big rock. I sat down on it with went, Couldn't need new pants. <laughs> Another time was I was um, uh, in the pilot. Kaylee had just been shot. And I was scooping her up to take her to the med lab. This is no fault of her own. This is just nothing to do with her. I just bent down to go get her. And <laughs> She's all like, you're supposed to pick me up now. No, no, no I, I got it. But I'm going to need new pants. <laughs> and one time, I was just standing there doing nothing. <laughs> Don't even know what to say about that. Come grab a watch. This side? 
Thank you. Hi. Hi, Nathan. My name is Stephanie. You're actually the first celebrity I've ever met. How am I doing? Awesome. (laughs) I am, like, completely fangirling right now, so I'm trying to remain calm. But um, I loved you on Castle. My mom loves you on Castle. Uh, She couldn't be here because money issues, but she says she loves you. And my my question is for you about the relationship between you and Beckett. What is your favorite casket moment from any of the seasons? Any of them? (laughs) 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 I was thinking of one just the other day. there was a moment, uh, I, I always think it's funny when they set up a, a romantic triangle, because I think that's a great dynamic, when one guy's kind of left out in the cold a little bit. I love, uh, it, it's really hard to make people laugh. It's very easy to let people laugh at you. That's the secret. <laughs> so when they brought in Detective Deming, remember Schlemming? Michael Truco, wonderful guy, nice friend. Neighbor, anyway. <laughs> um, there was a bit where, uh, and, and Beckett can be mercurial. She can be like, like really nice and really sweet and joking around all the great. And all of a sudden she's like, <clears throat> and she's like really, really angry. <laughs> um, so to just kind of acknowledge that and put a finger on that, uh, there was one time where she, uh, Deming went off and she just really iced Castle out. Really iced him out. And left him in the cold. And at the end of a scene, when the scene's over and, it's, and they can cut, it's over, at that point, I like to say something, add something. If they want to cut it out, great, scene's over. If not, you can leave it in. It's kind of funny. So at that point, I went, because it was absolutely true. I said, as Castle, you know, two weeks ago, I saved your life twice. And it was absolutely true, and they left it at the show. <laughs> Have a watch. My favorite definitely had to be from season five, though. You had a favorite? What was it? It was from season five after Beckett was standing on the bomb, and Gates went up to you two, and she's like, kiss you two. And the fact that she knew this entire time that you two were in a relationship, that had to be my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's my new favorite. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I just want to say I adore you first. You've got a bug assault. A what? Your shotgun is a bug assault. It is. I know. You're like the second person that knew that. (laughs) I have one myself. Oh. It's a shotgun, folks. You open up the top, you pour salt in there, shut it, it'll kill a fly at two feet. It's awesome. (laughs) Or, is Michelle here? Is Michelle Chapman here? Where's Michelle? Where are you? Michelle Chapman? I know she's here, and she doesn't want to tell me. Uh, Michelle Chapman is my friend of 10 years, and she helps me out all the time. And her parents were over at my house for a barbecue, and we had wasps coming for our ribs. And I said, I got just the thing, Tom. Hang on. I'm showing her dad how cool my bug assault is. <laughs> Pow! I shoot this wasp. It ricochets off the plate and goes right up his shorts. <laughs> That's right. How do you like me now? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Please go ahead. Anyways, um, in Castle, <laughs> forgot my question. No, no uh, in Castle, um, you get into some rather intimate situations with Detective Beckett, 
And I was just wondering what your most awkward moment may have been. Most awkward moment. Let me tell you something about filming a romantic scene, first of all. It's not romantic. It's built to look romantic, which is, I think, the art of it. Our show does it very, very well. While all that's going on, remember what I told you about we have this huge crew that you guys never see? You turn those cameras around. There's 20 guys going like this, holding something, working on something, watching you. Just waiting for you to get it done. That's awkward. You're in your skivvies, bouncing on a bed with some lady. Weird. That's awkward. Come get a watch. Good catch. Good catch. Would you like fries with that? Big fan, uh, talking about awkward, um, I have a big man crush on you. Um, Bromance. Yeah. Uh, we know that uh, Sing Along Blog is coming out uh, hopefully soon, sooner. Um, how do you prepare for the first one when it came out, and do you sing in the shower? And if you sing in the shower, what's your favorite song to sing? We're talking about Dr. Horrible? Yes. Yes. Uh, when I'm around, even here with you guys, I, I um, uh, you remember what I said about it's hard to make people laugh, but it's easy to make people laugh, let people laugh at you. I pretend to be incredibly vain for gags. <laughs> like that. That's fair. We, um, when I would do, uh, for example, when we go over, uh, Joss Whedon would have uh, Shakespeare brunches. He would have everybody come over, have brunch, assign everybody a part, and we'd sit in his backyard in this gorgeous little garden and, and, and read a play. Fantastic time. A lot of time. Good time. He said, one day we should film one of these, and we did. I would arrive at that uh, brunch with, uh, I had just been awarded, this, uh, at this particular time, I had just been awarded the Saturn Award for being the man of tomorrow. Here's the catch, tomorrow never comes. <laughs> the award is a, like a, a golden wave holding the planet Saturn on a big black base. I tied a string around it, put it around my neck, and I greet people go, Give him a big hug, and now there's things between you. Oh, I keep forgetting I'm wearing this. <laughs> that was the basis of Captain Hammer. <laughs> super into himself, super stupid, doesn't know how stupid he is. Zach Whedon, I think, wrote. Uh, 
a fantastic line, not in the show, it was in a, one of the comics that came out later, a Dr. Horrible comic, where Dr. Horrible was running away after, I don't know, messing with some parking meters because he was always so diabolical. <laughs> and he runs around a corner and he slams right into Captain Hammer. And he says, careful, buddy. What if I had been a knife? That's exactly the kind of stupid to prepare yourself for Captain Hammer. Here you go. Hi, Nathan. Hi. Um, my question is that I know that you love gadgets. I do. Um, I do. Everybody. I love gadgets. So if you were to be offered an infomercial that you had to hawk one specific product what would you do? Excellent question. I'm totally and completely into free power. Solar, wind, I'm into it, guys. I am into it. They're coming out with a solar panel that looks like a Christmas tree with a bunch of little solar cones on it, and they all rotate because a solar panel has to be heat resistant, and that's why they're so expensive. But if you rotate them, one side's always cooling, so it's cheaper. You get these Christmas tree cones of solar power. They've got a wind machine that looks like a jellyfish. It's like a dome with like blades on the bottom. It's about three feet high. You take it to your roof, you just screw it into you put it on your roof, and you plug it into an outlet on your house. You got wind power, that easy. That's the kind of stuff I like. Has anyone seen this video for solar freaking roadways? Yeah. I have seen the future, and it is solar freaking roadways. Yeah. Panels in our streets with sensors that can know if someone's crossing the street ahead of you with lights, so it lights up and says, careful, there's an animal, there's a kid, there's a pedestrian. Parking lots that can change their lines. Because that's awesome heaters in them so you never have to worry about snow plows anymore. So in the rest of the world when water gets cold it gets hard. In little tiny pieces that look like snowflakes. And they're called snowflakes. <laughs> I watched a very interesting little video that said if a 15% efficient solar panel was put onto every roadway in the United States of America, we would be the power brokers for the entire planet. And it's free! That excites me. I didn't hear a word of that, and I don't like your negativity. There's always an answer. There's never a reason not to move forward. We don't have enough rare earth metal. Can't be done. Solar power? Can't be done. Free power? Can't be done. I disagree. It can, and it will be done. Lady? Swear to God. Go get in your SUV without your 
what you call that, catalytic converter and driving circles. <laughs> I uh, will no longer buy uh, motor cars, only electric. I'm only buying electric cars. My next car is going to be electric. Driving an electric car now. Loving it. Having a great time. Does that answer your question? <laughs> Come grab a watch. Hello, Angel. Hi. First of all, what's your name? Marina. I'm Nathan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Second, I like your hat. Thank you. Um, I just want to get that out of the way. Um, I love fireflies so much. And uh, How old are you? Twelve. Thank you. <laughs> um, but the question I was supposed to, I'm asking is, on the cast, who was your favorite actor to act with? In Firefly? Wow. <laughs> this is going to sound stupid. Because it's really, I don't have a favorite. I don't have a favorite. Joss Whedon made a very conscious effort to have wonderful people uh, who could take the language. He, he, it's a different kind of way of speaking on that show, wasn't it? it was, we called it Joss Speak. But he had a twangy, little, neat, poetic way of speaking. And we had to learn every word of it. You couldn't be one word off. It's exactly like this for a reason. And that was our job. And everybody took it very seriously. And everybody took that odd language and made it sound so real. Right? <laughs> the hardest part of my job was being in scenes with these amazing actors. And I'm watching the work they do. And I'm saying, oh my God, this is going to be such an amazing episode of television. She's doing such a good job right now, and he is being amazing just sitting there, and he didn't... Why is no one saying anything right now? <laughs> it's my line. <laughs> that was the hardest part of my job, not being distracted by the incredible work going on around me. Um, one of the greatest part of my jobs was I when you have an episode that's uh, a little more wash in it, I got to spend a week with Alan Tudyk. When I had an episode that was more about we're going to go do some heavy-duty fighting and stuff, I got to hang out with Adam and Gina. And when it was about, like, all Quaker, weird, hippy-dippy stuff, it was me and Summer. <laughs> Summer! We used to blame Summer for everything. <laughs> so if anybody ever made a mistake, we just go, ah, Summer. <laughs> Even when she wasn't there. Excellent question. Would you like a watch? Yes. All right, come on. Here. Over here. Hi there. 
Hi. Hey. How's it going? Cool. Doing okay? Yeah, thanks. You? Pretty okay. What's your name? Jaren. Very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> so, I came here last year, saw Juice State, and she said that you like to make your own costumes. I do. What has been your favorite costume to make? My favorite costume to make was the Grim Reaper, but I was wearing drywaller stilts. So it's stilts that you don't have to learn how to use. Just like really tall shoes. And I, uh, when I was living in New York, I, this is how long I started. I, 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 every year I made it better. There was a, they were trimming the elm trees outside my uh, apartment. And in the street they left these big bundles of elm tree branches. And I said, I can make something out of that. And I grabbed a, b a bunch of them, and I made these arms that attached to my elbow, to my wrist, and went down really long, and there was a hand on the end, and I geared it so that when I moved my fingers, these little pulleys would make my fingers move, so I had these two long, bony hands. I made this big shoulder pad out of a foamy mattress. I had a skull mask with eyes that lit up the wire that ran down to a 9-volt battery on my finger. I had a gnarled spine that came out the back of the costume that looked like a little... And let me tell you something. When a nine-foot-tall, red-eyed Grim Reaper with an eight-foot reach comes hauling ass down the sidewalk at you. Everybody runs. I got it. This is my last watch. Shut up. <laughs> and I want you to have it. Before I come get that. Hello? <laughs> Before I come get that watch, I have one more thing to want to say. You got one more question? Will you okay, sing but you only me? get one watch. Will you sing with me? You go first. <laughs> All that matters, taking matters into your own hands. This is a lot of fun, you guys. I'm going to tell you right now, just take stock for a moment, evaluate. This is fun, right? <laughs> this 
Some of you out there are sitting with your friends, bonding. Some of you out there are sitting next to strangers. But you all got something in common, don't you? It's a little bit like family. My family. Is there anyone here who's actually my family? Actually, literally related to me. Actually. Stand up, please. Actual family. Nice to see you guys. I went to their wedding. Yes. Hi. Hi. Um, I just wanted to ask, uh, do you feel like even after, you know, there's been some time since Serenity came out, and do you feel like if Firefly were to have a reboot, if the cast would come together and would work on it again? Yes. <laughs> Does that look like it could possibly happen? Could it possibly happen? Well, I guess there's the, therein lies the rub, right? I don't know. I don't know. Could it possibly? It happened once. It's been 10, 12 years? It's been 12 years. It's been 12 years. It happened. Could it happen again? Yeah. Been 12 years. <laughs> India asks smarter man than me. Like Joss. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of watches. But I would like you to have this. That's for you. <laughs> I'm going to miss that envelope. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, I was wondering, out of all the quotes from, quotes from Firefly, yes. not counting your characters, what was your favorite? <sighs> not counting my characters, what was my favorite? I would say... <laughs> Yes. Were I not married, I would take you in a manly way. I have to say that's my favorite quote. What's yours? That one's my favorite. That's the one? <laughs> Lucky guess. I would like you to have this. Thank you. I was thirsty. Brian, how you? I just want to check in with you. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm good. I'm enjoying Thanks. the show. Thanks. Are you thirsty? You got a water there. I drank backstage, so I'm oh, okay. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, appreciate it. Good. Do you want to answer another question or two? Or how much time we got left? We have uh, five minutes and 36 seconds left, so time for another couple questions. Perfect. Except for the part where it ends. It's coming. Prepare yourself now. <laughs> You're great. I love you guys. Hey, Nathan, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. You? What's Great. your name? My name is Daniel. A we pleasure, met earlier, Daniel. my wife. And pleasure. I got an autograph from you, so thanks. Oh, excellent. Nice to see you again. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, my question to you is this. Um, we've seen a lot of Firefly characters 
um, uh, not actual characters, but people come and guest star and cameo and castle. Are you anticipating any future people come on that haven't already? I would love that. Um, if you were in Dallas or have watched that panel online, forgive me for this story. I want Alan Tudyk to come guest on Castle. The story is, story is another writer cop duo doing the exact same thing Castle and Beckett are doing, just a cheaper version because they're copying. And Alan's the writer and he's very, he's English and he's really, really pompous and abrasive and looks down on everyone. And when it really comes down to it and there's guns and there's people shooting, things get actually dangerous. He's actually not English at all. He's from Des Moines. And he can't believe this is happening. He just wanted to make a buck. I'd like to I'd like to do that one. Uh, you, you thirsty? Sure. <laughs> Cheers, man. I was wondering if you have read First of all, of slow down Blondie, we just met. <laughs> What's your name? Lindsay. Hi Lindsay. I'm Nathan. Nice to meet you. And you. I'm not blonde. <laughs> Lindsay? I'll handle the comedy. You just sit there and look good. Done. I was wondering if you have read any of the new Serenity comics and what your opinion was of them. I, I, I haven't, and I and I, I keep going past uh, Comic Smash on Ventura Boulevard. I go, oh, I gotta get, get those comics. I gotta see how it unfolds and pans out. And I have, please, no spoilers. I've made it this far, no spoilers. I know at any point in time, someone can say, hey, in the comic, when this, it's my fault, my fault. I haven't gotten on top of it, and I feel mighty stupid about it. I'm sorry. I'm going to get it. It's not on my Comixology iPad app, so that's a little more instant. Anyone use that, Comixology? Yeah, that's right. Rock and roll, doesn't it? I hope you want just a little bit of water. <laughs> Thanks, that was a terrible throw because the weight distribution in the bottle was... <laughs> hey, Nathan. Hi. What's I your name? I'm Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, nice to meet you. A pleasure. Um, I just wanted to know what your favorite uh, themed episode of Castle you were most excited to film. You'd think, but no. Blue Butterfly meant a lot of costume changes, and it slows down the day. And it was raining at the time, and that really put a damper on things. However... <laughs> how, don't guess for me. Hang on. Themed episode. I would say the, um, and for a lot of reasons, the, uh, the 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 con episode. We had a sci-fi convention episode. Uh, 
If you didn't know this, I can't wait to tell you that episode was directed by Jonathan Frakes. Star Trek The Next Generation's number one. Did anyone not know that? You all knew that? Best fans in the world! And you're all mine. There's a bit in the beginning where uh, Jonathan Frakes, as himself, with a shirt that says, I heart castle, comes up and says, I'm your number one fan. And I say, oh, thanks. And I sign it, and he walks off, and I said, how far they fall? <laughs> we threw that in there. That was not part of the episode. That was just something we threw in there for shits and giggles. Makes it into the show. Helps to be the director in the part. Also, he's an incredibly fun director. We do a lot of fun things. Like he'll say, hey, Nathan, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we need you to work uh, you know, X amount of minutes into your lunchtime. Is that all right? Absolutely on the condition that tomorrow, when Jonathan Frakes starts the day, rather than saying action on the first scene, he says, engage. We all laughed, it was great. Following day, he remembered. <laughs> Nothing quite like hearing that huge set of lungs bellow out, engage! <laughs> and may I just do this? The Freaks. <laughs> Thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> That's good timing because unfortunately you're out of prizes and we are out of time. We got chit. Okay, out of time. Okay. <laughs> you guys, this, like I said, is my favorite part of any convention because I get to look at you in the eyes, in the faces, and I can see your faces. And I can hear your cheers, and I can hear your clapping, and I feel like we're on the same page in a lot of ways. I'm a fan like you. Say it again. I can't hear that enough. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ryan.